Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. And welcome in everybody to the uh, Friar Friday edition, a short show today. Gwen and Chris getting underway here. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace Studios in San Diego, and of course, Tony Gwynn Jr. in Chicago, getting ready with the Padres for what, uh, well, by all rights, should be the final series of this 2023 season, but with the way things are going, who knows? Even <laughs> even Mother Nature stepped in and lent a hand last night, Tony. The uh, Miami Marlins scored two times in the top of the ninth inning, took a 2-1 lead over the New York Mets. And all of a sudden, the Padres, as a result of that, were on the doorstep of being eliminated, but the Mets never got a chance to bat in the bottom of the ninth inning because the rains came, washed out the uh, remainder of that game. It's been rescheduled for Monday, and so the Padres live for another day. And it's a, who knows? I mean, it's getting close. You know, Tony, this all started Monday night when they lost the first game of the series to the Giants. I thought they were eliminated then. And then they found the uh, the newfangled tiebreaker system that kept the Padres alive. Now here we are on Friday, and they're still going. Yeah, I mean, really, you could argue it started before that because we were at home talking about, well, it's going to take a miracle for them to <laughs> basically get into this. They're going to have to lose. They're gonna have to, they got like I think we said we got they got two losses. They have, and at that point, it's a wrap. Well, they've had two losses. It's still not a wrap. Uh, this thing is starting to get a, a little. Uh, it's getting interesting. Caddy wampus, as you would ah, say, right? Very like, good. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, you know, the tough part is, I mean, Padres. Not the tough part, but the Padres still got to go out. They got to win three. Yeah. Period. Um, aside from that, even if the Marlins or the Cubs lose out from here, there is that game that remains over the head on Monday that. If you, needed, will will be will be may or will be finished. Yeah, could you You're imagine if the yeah. Padres survive Friday, as in today, survive tomorrow, yeah. and yeah. survive Sunday? Yeah, and then everybody has to spend a fitful night Sunday night <laughs> waiting for Monday morning. The Marlins would have to fly to New York City and get three outs to eliminate the Padres. I imagine the ball club. Being in Chicago with a chance still to go to Milwaukee, would you guys would probably have to hang over in Chicago and wait for the result of that game on Monday. 
I mean, that's the way I would think they would do it. They're going to fly all the just, way home and then all the yeah, way back. No, I think I think you I think you're onto something there. I didn't yeah. think about that until until now. We probably would have to hang around, yeah, and wait to see what happens. Hanging out in the hotel for an extra day because. Yeah, I doubt they would fly all the. Yeah, we wouldn't fly all the way home. And I just looked back at Dave Marcus, and he's shaking his head like, "Yep, that's yeah, exactly that's the way it would go." Happen. Could you imagine a, if you're the uh, Miami Marlins closer, and uh, everything works out the way it works out, and the Marlins haven't clinched it, and the Padres are the team that's still alive, and the Marlins have to get three more outs to go to the postseason, and you know that you're going to get the bottom of the ninth inning, or you well, know what no, I'm saying? Maybe. Maybe there's runners on first and second, two outs. In the top with, of the ninth, right. The top so of the, the ninth, Marlins, Marlins could score up. some more, yeah. They could score some more. And, yeah. and so I was watching that inning unfold, and it just it, it, this baseball boils down to a game, a game of inches. I forget who the pitcher was pitching to Jazz Chisholm, but he had just blown two heaters by him at, at like his belt. The ball he ends up making a pitch on on that pitch he hits is, is, down, is down at the bottom of the zone, which is – Probably the spot where Jazz was, Jazz was going to have a shot, and just I mean about two baseballs below where he had threw the two pitches before. Yeah, probably punches him out instead. A double off the wall that turns into a single the following at bat, and so they're lucky the reins opened up because it it really seemed like the Marlins were about to score a couple more too. So the rain the 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 clouds opened up, and. Uh, they are afforded, uh, and so you know. By the way, the Miami won't be coming from far. They, if they do have to go back, they'll be coming from Pittsburgh. That's true. Uh, and so you know, we'll we'll see. We got a long way to go, and well, not a long way, but we got a few more days before we get to that point where we have to like start worrying about it at least. It, it, you know, it's been the craziest September because we spent the entire month thinking that the season is over, and then the Padres somehow out of nowhere win eight games in a row, and we think they've got some chance. And then they finally lose one to the Cardinals, and we think, well, that's going to be the end. And then they lose that one to the Giants, and we think that's going to be the end. Then they get a stay of execution on the tiebreaker. And now, I mean, the Cubs can't find a way to win a game. The Marlins can't win the clinching game. Mother Nature steps in. And we're, we're, we're out here in San Diego believing that there's a chance. This is October magic yeah, this in is, September. It's, it's, it's got a chance to be, even though it's still it's such October a long magic way away. In September, huh? I, yeah, right. it, it is. And, I, you know, I'm loving this because my positivity has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And so they've had to stave off their, their I told you so's here until the end of the season. And it's not going to have as much of a bite when they're eliminated with one game left than it would be if they were eliminated with 20. Well, one thing we know for sure, Monday is going to be a very interesting day in the history of the San Diego Padres franchise. It's either going to be sitting there and praying that the New York Mets can rally in the bottom of the ninth inning and knock off the Marlins to get the Padres into the postseason, or Monday is going to feature that meeting between A.J. Preller and Bob Melvin and everybody else involved and try to figure out what the what the plan is going forward. So we've got 72 hours of baseball before things are locked down one way or the other with the Padres, but tonight they'll be uh, taking on the White Sox, a, a team that has been, uh, I mean, if it's possibly more disappointing than the Padres, Tony, I would think the White Sox would be that team. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly seems like... And it's quieted down a lot, but it has seemed like there was some dysfunction uh, going on with this White Sox ball club. And so yeah, uh, they have not lived up to the expectation in back-to-back seasons. And 
Um, you, you, they, they fired their GM. They fired their assistant GM, uh, who were longtime holds for for this White Sox organization. And so we'll see what happens. It, 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 this won't be. I mean, Dylan Cease is on the mound today. I mean, I know he's not having the type of year he had last year, but we we know how dangerous he can be. And so um, the Padres will have to go out and handle their business um, on their own first before it'll even really matter what Miami and or um, the Cubs. The Cubs do. Yeah. So. Yeah, and Miami actually gets their game started an hour before the Padre game, yeah. so you'll have a little scoreboard watching going on if you're the Padres this afternoon. I, I would imagine Tony, since there's still a chance, nobody in the Padres traveling party or even on this ball club is even thinking about you know what may happen on Monday in the off season because they're not thinking about an off season yet. I mean, but it is interesting that all the stuff is kind of swirling around above them. Yeah, I mean, and it, I mean, it's been doing that though for the past man. What, that's two, true. Two two and a half weeks, I think. At this point, it's, yeah. they they have uh, and it. I don't know if it's coincidental or not, but it, this coincides with them playing their best baseball of the season. So I don't think that's going to really matter what they have spiraling over the top. I, I know that they're thinking uh, uh, about what's happening because I was talking. Xander asked me today as we were coming in about. You know, kind of the breakdown on all the rules and 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 how it was working, and he was he he didn't I don't think he realized that uh, Miami had had the lead because he was like, shouldn't it just be you know uh, shouldn't the game have been over? But again, the home team hadn't hit yet, so it basically the score is tied, which is why they have to continue to they'll pick it up from where it is. Otherwise, yeah. you know, the the other way is if the the Mets had hit and it was two one, that game would have been called. So. Um, they, I know they're 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 100 dialed in still. Yeah, it's interesting that Mets Marlins game. By the way, if the Marlins, you know, win a couple of other games and clinch the wild card spot, they will not have to go to New York on no. Monday. But if they don't go to New York on Monday, that game will go into the books as a one nothing Mets victory. The Marlins' two runs that they scored in the ninth inning will not count, and they will revert back to the previous inning. I bring that up because what about your fantasy stats that you picked mm. up on Jazz Chisholm's RBI double, Scraby? Could oh, that be? Oh, no. Chris is targeting me on this. I'm targeting <laughs> you on this because I know he's on your team. But that is could a they, brilliant Could they point. end up wiping out whatever the Marlins statistics were in the top of the ninth inning if they award the Mets see. a one nothing win? Let me see that what he could got. Be That's exactly what will that. happen, buddy. That inning never existed. It will never How many, runs, this? How many runs did he drive in last night? He just drove in the one. Okay, so He it's, drove in he one. He scored it. one. He yeah, I'm it. sure he has it now, but they may take oh, it away from him on Monday. about that. That would be really yeah. crazy. Oh, I'm leading to 5-4. Oh, you've oh, got the lead in your championship <laughs> week <laughs> on Friday. Sorry, Trevor. I'm going for the win. Trevor's a big listener of the station. He's going so. for the championship. Could Who are you, you guys ma- cheering for? I'm cheering for you. I mean, I've had to put up with you all year long. I mean, I might as well have a win it, win it at this point. But I'll tell you one thing. If you end up losing by one RBI and Ooh. they take away Jazz Chisholm's RBI because oh. of this... It's a crazy rule. If the game is rained out in the top of the ninth inning, as was the game last night, and they never resume it again, 
It but gets, the team that took the lead scored in that ninth inning. They wipe that out and they revert to the score at the end of the last completed yeah. inning. I guess that which was the eighth he would, inning. He would be zero for or no. Then yeah, he would be zero for three with no RBIs. They and would no take it away. Yeah, they take it away. This is ridiculous. This could be incredible in the fantasy baseball world if that oh. all takes place. We'll see what happens. It's a wild finish to a wild and uh, hard-to-believe season. Uh, we are just getting underway. We have a short show today, only going until about 3.35, and then we'll send it back to Chicago for the uh, pregame show and tonight's broadcast. Padres baseball for a final weekend in 2023. Gwen and Chris getting underway. Matt Waldron will join us from Chicago when we come back. Speaking of fantasy, did you start David Montgomery last night, or were you the person in this room who sat him on your bench? Mm. We'll discuss NFL football's big weekend mm. coming up when Gwen and Chris resumes. Here's the throw to the plate, not in time. Listen to Jesse Angler and Tony Gwynn Jr. Call Padres Baseball on the Odyssey app. Download it today and follow 97.3 The Fan. School is back, and for thousands of children and families across our county, it's the same dilemma, just a new year. They're in need of a computer for homework. It's Tony Gwynn Jr. for Computer to Kids. The digital divide continues, and while many of you listening have helped C2K with a generous financial donation or through donating your used computers, I want to say thank you. But the need continues. Learn how you can help, give, donate, and help a child in need through Computer to Kids. Go to c2sdk.org. That's c2sdk.org. When a client comes to our firm after an accident, we have the awesome responsibility of returning what was taken away from them. Loss of income and earning potential, past and future medical bills, pain and suffering, the loss of the enjoyment of life. I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan. Our clients don't seek charity, they seek justice. They're looking to have their life back and property restored. Visit ForThePeople.com to learn about your legal rights. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. When you're drinking a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is, but the rest of your body, oh yes, it's going to relish every moment of it because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Now get any size of our frozen drinks for $1.49, like Frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry or the new Hawaiian Punch. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Dick Butkus here. I've got a game changer for you. When it comes to creating a winning website, there's only one team I trust, AmericanEagle.com. I've known them for 25 years. In my career, I learned that success isn't just about talent. It's about teamwork. That's what you'll find at AmericanEagle.com. They'll listen to your goals and work with you and handle all your digital properties. They'll ensure your website is user-friendly, responsive, and optimized for search engines. AmericanEagle.com also provides ongoing support and digital marketing strategies that will keep you ahead of the competition. They even host our podcasts. Whether you're a medium to large business or a big-time player, AmericanEagle.com is the top choice. Visit www.americaneagle.com for website design, development, and online solutions that deliver efficiency and results. Go to americaneagle.com or call them at 877-WEBNOW-1. Vicks Stick delivers soothing, non-medicated Vicks Vapors in an easy-to-apply stick. <sighs> Vicks Stick, comfort for the whole family. And try Vicks Vapo Shower for steamy Vicks Vapors. Use as directed. Stick for use ages 4 and up. Vapo Shower use for adults only. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. 
What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Gwen and Chris is going to be back in just two minutes. Gillette Intimate gives guys a gentle and easy shave on there. And around there. And even under there. Don't treat your groin like junk. Respect it with Gillette Intimate. The best a man can get. Buy now at a retailer near you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Doing the, come on, buddy, keep going. He's like on 97.3 The Fan. That's right. Like, what? <laughs> That's right. Hey, that would be like the third base coach after the 161 game decided <laughs> to change the signs without letting anybody know. That's you, Scrape. <laughs> That's you, Scrape. Yeah. <laughs> Brand new Fine. hand signal uh, out of nowhere, and we misread it. So the last segment was too short. This one will have to be a little longer. I'm going to spread this pizza dough for all eternity. Well, that's what you need to do if need be. We need to, we're going to get on the cameras. We need to get on the cameras so people can see this craziness. It is yeah, craziness. It, 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 it would definitely make a whole lot more sense understanding why we rap too early. Usually, usually though, crazy. even I will say this, at least today when he was giving the wrap it up signal, or I thought the wrap it up signal, <laughs> at least he was doing something that I could kind of discern. Some A lot of times he just waves his arms wildly well, you're not and you don't have any me. idea what in the world he means. Tony, can you back me up on this? We can both stand up in the studio sometimes and wave our arms wildly and Chris will not see us. 
Yes, that, that <laughs> okay. does happen. That does happen occasionally. I get yeah, focused. Occasionally, I get focused. I, I get focused. Yeah. Uh, Scrape uh, uh, on the sports tip. Should we be worried about our Ryder Cup uh, uh, reverend out there? They got smoked them, today. Right? Yeah, they did. I, I I didn't think the Americans would win to begin with. To be honest, because with the team they have, how could they not win? Because uh, Europe, you have to like gain extra points as the Americans to retain or to win the cup back. The the Europeans can lose but still retain the cup because you have to get so many points to have the cup. It's very complicated, but yes, the, the US got smoked this morning. Smoked Well man. I'm I'm just amazed at a team with Justin Thomas and Well Kepka Justin Thomas hasn't been that, and Jordan that good this Spieth year. and I mean all of these super golfers can't get the Stupid Ryder Cup back from Britain. Maybe we don't really want it that badly in the first place. Uh, maybe maybe not. they're like me. Maybe not. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you guys have been following um, this kind of this kind of incident that's been going on with Chandler Jones and the Raiders. Um, I have. It's crazy. It, it it you know it started off as you know it seemed like a player that wasn't happy with an organization, but it is really spiraling. They're, you know, Chandler Jones got on social media and, and said that, you know, the Raiders tried to commit him, basically. Against uh, his will. Against his will. Uh, to a mental institution or at least a mental facility. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. And, and and so that saga played out. Apparently he was committed mm-hmm. uh, yeah, against was. his will. And now uh, it looks like, to, uh, according to reports today, he was arrested today. Yes, uh, and, and I don't know if you saw what he put online yesterday, but it just keeps getting more wild. Um, he had a, a video out of him in the backyard burning stuff. Turns out he was burning his ex-girlfriend's something from her house. He was arrested because he was not allowed to contact her, but he showed up on her cameras a couple times. So he's doing this video in the backyard, and he's talking about how Josh McDaniels killed Aaron Hernandez and... And then he starts crying. It's it's actually very sad yeah. to see this. Yeah, go no, down and on I, such a that's stage. what I was getting at. RG three uh, posted yesterday, and he and he kind of mentioned that he reached out to him, and he encouraged all of his, you know, football brothers to to reach out to him as well. Uh, and you know, you just hope that he can get. You know, it seems like there's something going on beyond just a. Uh, a spat with the organization. It seems like it's some mental health stuff going on. Hopefully he gets the the help he needs. The Raiders released a statement saying the Raiders are hopeful that Chandler Jones receives the care that he needs. He, his family, and all those involved are in our thoughts. And this is now a legal matter. We will not be providing further comment. So, well, I'm not usually on Josh McDaniel's side, but to be blamed for the uh, for murdering Aaron Hernandez is a little bit out there. So. He, I guess okay. Let me let me restate that. He didn't say that Josh McDaniel's did it, but he he. He commissioned it, basically. Anyway, it was well, a, and then Antonio Brown said today he's coming to visit him, and I'm thinking that's not a great idea for <laughs> Antonio Brown to go visit him right now and give him He advice. might be one of the only ones who's on the same kind of level as Chandler Jones. That's a good point, but that's not, that's the, not the, probably the, the way it's going to work. I know that's not exactly how it works. Always. No, I know. So, no. Uh, just, so you got, just so going back to the whole... Miami Marlins may have to play the rule. It's under Rule Seven O Two B Four A. Aha! If the game isn't needed to decide, 
needed to decide a postseason spot. The game would be called, and the score would revert to a 1-0 Mets victory. So, And it could be fantasy agony for Scraby, much like there was last night yes. in the Thursday night football game. Yes. Uh, the Lions, of course, beat the Packers 34-20. to David Montgomery was by far the star player. He had three touchdowns, scored 34 fantasy points, or 35, something that Matt Scraby did not get on his fantasy roster, despite asking both Tony and I whether or not he should start him last night. Was that on air that you asked us that? I don't think think you asked on air. You asked off air. Yeah, because I was thinking about it, and and you guys gave me this response. Well, because we I was don't like, care. What does that mean? <laughs> We're not interested. <laughs> so we I don't care. I, I I may have overthought this one because I spent about thirty to forty minutes after the show, and I didn't leave here until I was I made my decision, and I just thought he's he's not going to do that great at coming off of injury on a short week, going to Green Bay with a backup offensive line to the Packers defense. It's not going to trust- happen. And you trusted your own instincts on this. I did. That's that's, that's, that's what problem. got you into trouble. Apparently, what, I'm when, a much better. you going to learn? Apparently, you, I'm a much better baseball GM than football GM. Yeah, I we'll think find you just out. got lucky. I think you just got. lucky. Oh, I got on, lucky now on the baseball side. I'm pretty yeah. sure you did on that one. Lori, did Lori start David Montgomery? Yeah, in our league, uh, David Montgomery was active and in my wife's lineup, so she was I'm glad smart I enough her to last get him week, in. Then. That's right. She got off to a good start in her matchup. But uh, I'll say this about the Lions guys: they looked impressive, especially yes. that first half, and they ran out to a 27 to three lead. They were. I mean, the first quarter, I think they outgained Green Bay 116 yards to one. And, you know, it's high time. I mean, we expect the Lions to box this thing up because they're the Lions. But Dan Campbell has made a point out of changing the culture there. And it looks like it's changed. I mean, they already have road victories now in Green Bay and Kansas City to start this season. Yeah, I I was a believer. I think he has. I mean, it's oftentimes... It's it's the guys that have been a part of the organization. Dan Campbell was a lion. He knows what it's like to to lose, and he knows what that feel. He can channel that that chip that that they all have had, probably the whole city of Detroit for that matter. Um, and he certainly has changed the culture. I mean, I, I gotta say, uh, I'm about to about to butcher his name again. It's not Jeff. Uh, Jared uh, Goff. Jared. Jeff's brother, Jared. (laughs) Jeff's a good twin. I'm about to butcher his name again. It's not even that hard of a name. No, it's not that Because the first thing that comes to my mind is Jeff. That's that's why they butcher it all the time. Jared Goff, I'm enjoying his his little chip on the show. I don't know if you guys saw this. Apparently, Ryan Fitzpatrick called him a poor man's Matt Ryan. And he must have been listening. You know, on Thursday night, they have those guys up on the panel yeah. after the game. Oh, my man uh, Jared was, was ready. He brought all the smoke to uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. They were asking him something. And he was like, yeah, you know, for a poor man's uh, anybody, <laughs> oh, he was I was pretty good. And the whole the whole crew on there would just all turn to Ryan <laughs> turn to Ryan because they do exactly he's like yeah he's like, I didn't know I was really anybody's poor man's anything but you know <laughs> I guess it was pretty good huh and Ryan just had to eat it oh uh, that's eat pretty it. good yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's a know, great moment you got to feel pretty good at least at the moment for Jared Goff because yeah. I mean when the Rams won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago 
the main reason people said that they won the Super Bowl is because they traded away Jared Goff and got Matthew yeah. Stafford. Yeah, it doesn't they feel basic, good. They basically said it's because we got a better quarterback than, than you were, and that's why we were able to win a Super Bowl. And now, and that might have been true at the time, but it still doesn't make you feel any better no, at the time. You know what I'm saying? No. So uh, I, I feel good for Jared Goff. He's getting a bit of a he's getting a bit of the last laugh right now. They actually yeah. did talk about that a little bit before the game while I was studying up on David Montgomery, listening to Westwood One. So. Studying very well, yes. I can tell. <laughs> yes, and they were saying that they talked to Jared Goff, and they were talking about how that really did like bother him for a while. But I would think, but but like you said, he's been able to turn it into something to motivate him rather than yeah. to hurt him. But. Yeah, he's looking good. Yeah, Lions are three and one. They look very good. I mean, the NFC. I mean, you've got, of course, you got to get past Philadelphia and San Francisco, but I don't think Detroit is that far behind those two. And you know, other than maybe what Dallas. I mean, who else is as good as Detroit? I mean, this team might be one of the better teams in the NFC. So uh, they're a great story on early the, in the season. On the flip side of that, uh, the Green Bay Packers. Take another L to the last, last two games they've lost in to Detroit have been in Green Bay. Yeah, and they've lost both. And uh, you could see. I don't know if you guys saw Lafleur. Uh, uh, Lafleur. Uh, his uh, presser at the end. He was. He got a little chippy with one of the reporters who asked him what happened in the first half. Uh, it's it a was, good question. Uh, what what happened? In yeah, the first is that not half? a fair question? I mean, <laughs> you had twenty yards in the first half. A- yeah. Apparently, it was not a fair question. To Matt Lafleur, and uh, he let him have it. He was he was quite he, he was quite pissed off. I think he called it a, a dumb question, or really? Or uh, oh, he said he said a BS question is what he called. Wow, it. Yeah, that's a got, little that's a little harsh for getting Brandon out. Staley vibes, getting out scored twenty seven to three and getting only twenty yards. I mean, Jordan Love last night looked like a lot of people thought Jordan Love would look it, this season. And that's the other that's the other thing we have to talk about, right? Because they yeah. had you know they 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 pretty much moved Aaron Rodgers up out of there because they were ready for the the Jordan Love uh, era to start. I don't think anybody thought it was gonna you know get off to a great start, and it's probably unfair to compare him to like the last. 30 years of quarterbacking in, in Green Bay, but those are the shoes he's asked to fill. Yeah, and he did not fill them last night. So, Hey, Tony, uh, what, yes, what am I doing in the camera? Uh, hey, he, look, he looks like he's giving a signal. He's like, giving the, I don't know if the we breaking can... of, a, of a piece of, of a stick. Yeah. Oh, so we, better, we better stop this talking, is traffic. Tony. Driving the bus is traffic. This is Wait. the stick. We don't which have one traffic. are you doing? I, I hate you. Yeah, which one are you doing? <laughs> You're so confusing. Oh, okay, all right, here we go. Here we go, everybody. I know one I thing. Okay, I know one All thing. Right, Matt so. Williams is never going to have to worry about losing his job to <laughs> no, you. He's not. This dude's brutal. We're going to get to break <laughs> when we come back. Dude's brutal. <laughs> more, more Quinn and Chris. Matt Waldron uh, on the way. Uh, excuse me, and Matt Waldron on the way. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, welcome back to the program. 2.37 is the time. Uh, of course, we're an hour away from the Padre pregame show. Tony's off getting prepared for the broadcast tonight. We do have this bit of news to share with you. Gabe Kapler has been relieved of his managerial duties. The San Francisco Giants uh, will not bring back Gabe Kapler. Uh, Kapler in uh, four years in San Francisco had uh, one winning season. But it was a doozy in 2021 when they won 107 games. But Giants fading down the stretch this year, 78-81. and 81. They have fallen behind the Padres into fourth place in the NL West, and Gabe Kapler will not be coming back. We'll talk more about that as we move along. But right now it is time for our Friar Friday interview uh, from Chicago. We go out to the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, and we are joined by Padre uh, pitcher Matt Waldron. Matt, say, uh, thanks so much for the time. How are you today? Absolutely. I'm doing great. Great to have you with us. And uh I, I, I guess I should ask you first up, is it okay to call you a knuckleballer, or do you not like that term? <laughs> uh, I mean, no, it's, it is what it is, but I mean, I, I wouldn't define myself as that, but I do throw, I mean, it's a, t- it's a tough question, but, you know, I'm good with both, so. <laughs> You're good with it. He's good with it. You know, I, the thing is, there's no real knuckleballers left in Major League Baseball, so I think it's something you can kind of hang your hat on. I think that's right. So yeah, no, I, I take it as a as a good thing. What's your favorite pitch to throw, Matt? My favorite pitch to throw, I'd say, actually, my two seam fastball right now has been has been the most fun to throw, and just I think I've spent a lot of time throwing that over the years. So just pretty comfortable with that. Matt Waldron is our guest, Padre rookie pitcher who uh, came up with this ball club in uh, June, uh, rejoined them in August, and uh, has pitched really well. You look at these last three starts, Matt, 17 innings, allowed just five runs, and had a nine-strikeout game in there. Seems like you're kind of just getting more comfortable. It makes sense to me, you know, coming to the big leagues and just kind of feeling, uh, feeling a little more like you belong right now, huh? Yeah, absolutely, and I think just, like experience and like trusting the process and ultimately getting over that those first couple stars like you I've always heard that it's a little learning curve but like it's it's real and I think you know I'm I'm always going to try and get better so that's that's where I'm at right now talking to Matt Waldron Padres pitcher on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan and I was looking through your stats earlier and I noticed one thing and it's a it's a good stat when you have runners in scoring position you get even better so why do you pitch better you think when there's more pressure on I think just it just comes with the the pressure that of being in those moments that you just got to you know you either get punished or you, you find a way through it and a lot of the, a lot of us want to want to get through those moments and not hang our heads. So I think, yeah, that's it's just it's it's more important. And the details are more important there. 
Matt, uh, let's go back to the knuckleball for just a second because I, I you know, grew up watching guys throw the knuckleball. I mean, I don't know how many of these names you'll recognize, but Wilbur Wood and Charlie Huff and the Necro brothers, Phil and Joe Necro, Tom Candiotti. I'm sorry, Matt. I'm sorry. Do you know any of these names? <laughs> but I'm just curious, did you, did you study the knuckleball or is this something that just kind of came to you? And Because, I mean, I'm sure everybody throws one for fun on the side, but not everybody feels comfortable enough to use it in a game. So I'm curious how much of a student of the knuckleball you've become. I would say my my brother and I, I have a twin brother. We we used to play the video game, one of the MLB games, and Tim Wakefield was in it. Tim Wakefield, we there you go. Oh, he's the one that that made me start throwing it. And we wouldn't. We made a rule that we couldn't use him when we were playing against each other. So we're like, <laughs> screw it, let's go learn this thing in the backyard. And I'm not joking. We I, we learned it pretty pretty quickly. And I, it could be my, the size of my hand, or just. And eventually, you get comfortable with it. And I think. Starting to compete with it, which was in twenty one, what was tough to do, but then you know it, it's just like any other pitch. You gotta you gotta harness it and and, and put it in the zone. We're talking to Matt Waldron here, Padres pitcher on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. He's in Chicago before the Padres play the White Sox tonight, and I'm curious because I've been in the backyard before and I've uh, I've tried to throw a curveball, I've tried to throw the knuckleball, but I can't. How long does it actually take you to take a pitch that you want to throw in the big leagues? to being able to throw it in the big leagues? You know, I think a lot of it is being able to throw a first strike, but also just how good it is, you know? Like, it's all about the stuff. And, like, the hitters, that's what I've learned is, like, the hitters tell you if it's good. And so, it, it yeah, it's kind of just the stuff. Just getting comfortable with throwing it and then ultimately being able to compete with it is that next step. What have you felt is the difference, Matt, uh, between facing minor league pit, minor league hitting and facing big league hitting? What What is the one thing that you would say stands out as the difference the most? I would say discipline is absolutely the biggest difference. They don't they don't bother with stuff that's out of the zone, and, and they shouldn't, but that's, that's, it's hard to do, and, and they do it very well, and, and they, they sell out to their approach. We are talking to Matt Waldron, Padres pitcher here, Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. And I have to ask, because all we've been doing all week is watching the scoreboards. And I know we asked um, we asked last week, and there was no scoreboard watching. But going into this last weekend, knowing that you have to have a lot of things go right, plus you you need to win the rest of your games, I mean, how much of a, uh, how much of a benefit is that knowing that if you just go out and win three and things fall into place, you can be in the playoffs? Yeah, that's fun, and and we always want to win. But like knowing that there's still a chance and there's hope that it just it further, you know, it's more rewarding and like it matters more. And that that's what we that's what we love and strive for in this game. Matt Waldron, our guest, tell us a uh, last thing, Matt, just about the uh, this ball club. Ruben Niebla is your pitching coach, working with some of the guys at the big league level, uh, getting a chance to hang out with the Blake Snells and the U Darvishes out there. You know, how much have you taken from this experience and how comfortable and confident are you now that, uh, you know, you're here, you're here to stay, you belong? Yeah, I, I think it, that's a good point. I think the starters set the bar so high and like that, that's something that it was intimidating at first, but then I, I, I use it as a challenge and like, like to stay around, I have to, I have to compete, compete with these guys. So like when they push that bar so high that like you either sink or you swim and I think they do that very, very well, and they're just uh, – it's very helpful, and it's a great group. 
Love to hear that. Matt Waldron, Padres pitcher with us. Last one for me, Matt. And okay. you got a great defense behind you, and you have a lot of guys that can make great plays. Do you have a play that you uh, is your number one when you've been pitching so far this year from your defense? I think, uh, if I understood it right, but I think uh, when I throw a two-seam, I think it goes on the ground a lot more. And I think Xander Bogarts and Hassan, I mean, I could point out all the infielders, but, you know, they they really they really are, are on it. And, like, you know, it's fun to watch. And it's sometimes it's, yeah, it's surprising to me still. I got to pinch myself sometimes. And just, like, they're just so smooth and they do it so well. And, it's, you know, they're on my team and it, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big league hitters are a lot better, but so are big league fielders, <laughs> That's Matt. True. So, oh, it's, yeah, it's true. You got that going for you. Well, thanks so much for the time. Nice getting a chance to know you. Good luck uh, moving forward, and uh, good luck to the ball club this weekend. Let's hope all the many dominoes fall the way they need to, and uh, we'll have a chance to even talk to you again maybe next week or something. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Very Thank good. You. Very good having Matt Waldron on right there, the Padres uh, rookie right-hander he's 27 so he's been around a little while waiting for this opportunity trying to earn this opportunity at the big league level as i said he got his first call up in uh, june and then uh, rejoined this uh, padre ball club in mid-august and again scrib you look at the last three starts five and a third innings two runs five and two-thirds one run and six innings, two runs. So his last three starts have been good. He picked up his first big league victory in Oakland a couple of weeks ago. And, man, that's got to be an amazing achievement. I, I We talk, you know, like guys like Darvish and Snell. Snell's going for a second Cy Young. Yeah. One, one in each league. Yeah. You know, Darvish is going, you know, wins and uh, Hall of Fame credentials and Joe Musgrove. But, you know, these stories of Matt Waldron are fun, too. I mean, I, a guy yeah. that's been a minor leaguer for a long time. Drafted by Cleveland, trying to find his way through, get an opportunity. Just to get the one win, that's got to be something remarkable for a guy like that. Yes, I wanted to ask him like all my questions about the knuckleball. For some reason, the knuckleball fascinates me. But I, I, I just... Me too. I, you know, Like I said in my question, there was a lot of knuckleballers when I was growing up. And now there's no knuckleballers in baseball. It's Nobody throws it. And, you know, for, so Waldron's able to throw it. I got to believe that big league hitters, it's got to be a difficult to adjust to because they're not seeing it anywhere else. Yeah, true. And then they see it and they're like, wow, that's a knuckleball. And, and think, I need think to hit about, that. Think about this with the knuckleball pitcher back in the day, Phil Necro, et cetera. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's probably the best of the knuckleballers. Hoyt Wilhelm was an older one that you probably don't remember. But my I've point, heard his name. My point being, if the pitcher stood on the mound and told the hitter, here's what pitch is coming, <laughs> the hitter would have a tremendous advantage. Yes, yes. Well, with the knuckleball, that's basically what's happening. Those, those knuckleball pitchers like that, you knew a knuckleball was coming. There was no guesswork as a hitter. The guesswork was where the ball was going to go. That's what fascinates me the most is that you can't like predict where the ball is going to go. It's just up to gravity and whatever else is going on on the Wind field. Wind conditions. Um, you know, when Joe Necro used to throw the knuckleball in the Astrodome, they used to say that they would turn the air conditioning on behind home plate and help push the wind out toward the mound so that the knuckleball would flutter even more. I, I'm, I'm not joking. That probably did work, too. Probably helped. Uh, Matt Waldron joined us on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Chris, do you want me to rip off the Band-Aid on what I'm thinking about Gabe Kapler? 
Uh, in a second. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, rip it off. I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off and, and say, I believe that the Giants are possibly setting themselves up for a Bob Melvin uh, courting process here after the season. Well, that would that would indicate that would that would insinuate that the Giants know something that the Padres don't. That even would know insinuate yet. that you're right. You're right, but right. I mean, because the Padres, unless the Padres have already made a decision on Bob Melvin, and everybody who's written a story about this over the last month or so is just lying or totally misinformed, and Bob Melvin has been lying through his teeth, and AJ Preller and Peter Seidler and everybody's just been. Feeding us a hill of beans. Or maybe they decided last night. I don't think that's... I just don't think you're right. I, I don't. But why would now, they fire Gabe Kapler with three now, games to go? What I was going to say... Well, but, okay, but you could fire him on Monday and, and still be in position to get Bob Melvin if Bob Melvin were to become available. That's true. And I'll agree with you that if Bob Melvin becomes available, then the Giants would be wise to... Look into bringing him in, but I, I don't think that they fired Gabe Kapler today, thinking, "Hey, we want to be first in line to be ready for Bob Melvin when he's let go in San Diego." You're probably you're, 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 you're thinking, actually right. I just your like conspiracy to think theory is is you. That is just the way you are. That is just the way you are. It is because it, it just makes too much sense for this to happen for the Giants, and that's the one well, reason right now that the Padres should not fire Bob Melvin is so he doesn't so go that up he the doesn't coast. go to San. We already lost a manager to San Francisco, and once. look what happened. That didn't work out too well. Yeah. Right? Bochi went up there and won three World Series. I. I really don't think the Padres have made up their minds. I think that, you know, I, I'm going to take it at face value. When I read good reporting like that of Kevin Acey and Dennis Lynn and A.J. Casavell and everybody, Padres are going to have their meeting on Monday. Bob Melvin's going to walk into it, try not to get fired. A.J. Preller's going to walk in on the other side, <laughs> try not to get fired. And the Padres are going to try to figure something out so they can move forward because both guys are pretty good at what they do. The problem is there's been too much crossover, and A.J. Preller seems like he's too involved in Bob Melvin. Bob Melvin seems like he doesn't want A.J. Preller involved in Bob Melvin. So they need to talk this through and get it worked out. But the Giants, it, it, the weird thing is you're right. Why not wait till just Monday? It's three games. Yeah. Why does Gabe, Are you so dissatisfied with Gabe Kapler losing two out of three to the lowly Padres that you just had to pull the trigger on him today? Like, Today, not yesterday, today. Yeah, today. Well, they <laughs> lost two out of three to the Padres. That's it. I took one day to think about it, and you're gone. Now, um, conspiracy theory, uh, my conspiracy theory aside that the Giants are waiting for Bob Melvin, do you think that this changes the Padres' thought process now that there is an open manager position up in I don't San think Francisco? It can. I don't think it can. All right. It just can't. The only, the Padres have to, you know, first and foremost, worry about their own situation. And well, yes. In their do. own situation right now, it's... It, it seems clear to me that they want to figure out a way that they can, you know, hang on to Bob Melvin at least for the one more year that's remaining on his contract, keep AJ Preller around, and take another run at this thing with a similar roster and leadership as they had this year. Just do it in a different way. So I think that's what the Padres have to be thinking of. If Bob Melvin gets away. Goes to San Francisco. I mean, it's funny because everybody's already thinking about, well, maybe you could go to Cleveland and replace Terry Francona. Maybe you can go to San Francisco now and replace Gabe Kapler. 
I mean, let the door hit the guy on the way out first. <laughs> I get you're I mean, right. We, ha- we haven't even got there yet. I mean, and, yeah, yeah. And, and I know Bob has told Bob, like he's my friend. Bowmel has told Tony. Oh, oh, Bowmel, like he's your better friend. Yes, Bowmel has told Tony <laughs> that he he's not. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He wants yeah. to stay with the Padres. He has no desire to go anywhere. This hour brought to you by Ashley Furniture. Fall is almost here, and at Ashley, seasonal decorating is a breeze. Snuggle up on a sectional or ultra modern sofa gather outside with a new fire pit or conversation set. Ashley has everything you'll need. Shop in store. Visit Ashley.com today. Uh, Gwen and Chris for a short Friar Friday program. Matt Waldron just joined us. Real good guy. Fun talking with him. Uh, Kirk Kenny is going to join us at the top of the hour. Get us ready. The Aztecs have a football game tomorrow. I uh, don't know if anybody's all that aware of it. Uh, I with, am now. With the Padres making a last-second push for the postseason, the Aztecs have kind of been shoved aside, but they'll be at Air Force tomorrow. We'll kick that around with Kirk Kenny when we come back. We'll Kirk Kenny sh- is also in Colorado, and he sent me a photo from like some hot springs that he was visiting. Kirk Kenny's kind of a guy. <laughs> He's just kind of a guy. I, I don't know. I don't want to describe what kind of guy he is. He's he, just kind of a guy. Here, here's here's who Kirk is. So he sends me this photo and he says, "I'm going. To, uh, you know, I'll still make the interview." And and then he sent me a background on the hotel that he was at. I guess uh, Doc Holliday went there to pass away back in like the 1800s. So there's a, well, that's news that we all need to know. Yeah, 1880s. I guess. Is Thank when you, he passed Kirk away. Kenny. We so, appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Padres lineup is out for tonight's game in Chicago. It includes all the usual suspects. Trent Grisham is back in there in center field, batting ninth. Matthew Batten continues to play third base. Brett Sullivan continues to catch. And then uh, the top six is pretty much what you would expect. Bogarts, Tatis, Soto, Machado, DHing. Kim and Cooper. Nick Martinez starts tonight trying to keep the faint postseason hopes alive. Dylan Cease, who was a near Cy Young Award winner last year, but hasn't pitched all that well this year for the uh, White Sox. He'll be on the mound. Now, if the Padres survive tonight, meaning they win, the Cubs lose, and the Marlins lose again, yeah. and then the Padres you know, survive until tomorrow, mm-hmm. then they would be going up against their old teammate, Mike Clevenger, of all people. This is another story Who would be trying to eliminate them tomorrow. There's just storylines so, intersecting everywhere, which which I'm always looking for are these crazy love coincidences. This crazy stuff. Michael Walk will pitch tomorrow for the Padres. And should it last until Sunday, Blake Snell would be the pitcher for the Padres on the final day. There's no other guy I trying want to keep there. hope alive. So uh, hey, look, so many things have to happen. Are you kidding me? Greg Ranieri from our sister station came in and said, Tell me everything that has to happen. And I said, All right, the Padres have to win all three. The Cubs have to lose all three. The Marlins have to lose all three. The Reds have to lose two or three. And he said, that's it? Jokingly. And I said, no, that's not really it. Because if all of that happens, then the Mets have to bat in the bottom of the ninth inning Monday and rally from 2-1 behind and beat the Marlins. Which can totally happen. All of it. All All of it. it. Yeah, it's going to be insane. But... We've gotten this far, haven't we? Would you, if I were to say, like, two months ago, never mind, we don't have enough time. And it was it was going to be stupid anyway, so let's just move well, on. Well, that's not a surprise. Let's just move on. Uh, Gwen and Chris coming back with the final 40 minutes or so. Stick around on, on uh, 97.3 The Fan. Welcome back into it. Gwen and Chris on a Friar Friday afternoon. Yes, there is still hope for the San Diego Padres, albeit slim. 
One of the things they have to do is beat the Chicago White Sox tonight. Uh, Sammy Levitt has the pregame show coming up about 45 minutes from right now. Until then, we'll carry on with the conversation. Myself and Matt Scraby in the Odyssey Palace Studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. is off getting ready for tonight's broadcast of the Padres-White Sox game. But uh, Matt Waldron joined us a little earlier. Rookie knuckleballer. And uh, if you want a chance to uh, hear from him, uh, you can always go back to our webpage, 97.3thefansd.com, or download the Odyssey app. You can listen to that at your leisure right now. You can listen to our visit on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline with the San Diego Union Tribune's fine sports writer, Mr. Kirk Kenny, joins us from Colorado Springs, Colorado. That is where the Aztecs take on the Air Force Falcons tomorrow. Kirk, how are you doing? Doing very well, guys. I'm actually not quite to Colorado Springs yet, but I'm well on my way just to dip the toe in the Glenwood Hot Springs and uh, got rejuvenated there, so I'm pale, rested, and ready. <laughs> the Glenwood Hot Springs. Is that where they filmed Bonanza? It is not, although there is a, <laughs> across the way there's a Denver hotel that there was a Charles Bronson movie filmed there. So See? Kirk Kenny's got all of the statistics and all of the... Uh... Well, I mean, I told you. He texted me about Doc Holliday. He also told me that they took World War II soldiers there after for to try and recover due to mineral deposits. Kirk Cunney is my hero because, well, he's my hero for a lot of reasons. But one reason he's my hero is because when he was in Albuquerque several years ago, he found his way onto the Breaking Bad tour that oh, they yes. have in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yes. And he shared the in, the knowledge with me. Wow. And being a big Breaking Bad television show fan i was able to go on the breaking bad tour thanks to kirk yeah, kenny that great tour so, that was great right <laughs> he says that's a no, great tour it is. <laughs> it's amazing if you like breaking bad and you're ever in albuquerque you got to look it up for sure all right kirk what do the aztecs do with this air force team i know they're a 10 and a half point underdog and i know that air force is supposed to be really good this year but i also look at what air force has done so far and I'm not exactly blown away. I mean, they beat Robert Morris. They beat Sam Houston. And then they started playing some actual teams instead of people. And they beat Utah State and San Jose State. So uh, I, the Air Force seems like they're a bit of a paper-thin 4-0. and Although I know the expectations are very high for that team this year. I think it's a pretty good win last week, though, against San Jose State. Uh, they've shown that they, they could be something. So okay. they put up 400 rushing yards against San Jose State, so I'm impressed with that. And they now have 340 they're averaging for the season, which leads the nation once again. Yeah, that's almost a given when they play Air When the Aztecs play Air Force, Air Force is going to be leading the nation in rushing. And uh, Rocky Long used to talk about how incredible the – the option wishbone offense was a triple option, triple option, how difficult it was to stop. And, you know, look, I mean, it is. I mean, if they execute it well, it's hard to stop. We're I think they've done a great job against them, though. They had won nine in a row against Air Force before losing last year. And so, so they've kind of got it dialed in, at least in the recent past. So we'll see how things go tomorrow. Yeah. Talking to Kirk Kenny, San Diego Union Tribune. He is in Colorado Springs. I believe his feet are in the hot spring right now. Yeah, he's, he's not, not he's in the Colorado old, Springs sorry, hot wing. He's, 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 he's in the Glenwood there. hot springs. Yes. Uh, but, Kirk, we were talking about it a little bit earlier this week that a couple guys from the, the football team ended up in the transfer portal. And I know it's not an overly concerning thing, but it, is, this, is this a sign of where the program's at right now? Or is this just uh, two guys that it was going to happen anyway? 
I don't think it's it's a trend yet for the Aztecs. I think it's something that just kind of fell into place this year. It's two guys that one had two years remaining if he took a redshirt this year. The other has one more if he takes a redshirt. They had uh, one of them had lost his starting spot. Uh, the other was starting at uh, the second tight end spot, but it wasn't a prime role for getting uh, catches. So I think he thought maybe if he goes somewhere else, he might get a little more playing time and and uh, focus on himself. So that you know that's what they decided to do and. Um, you know, everybody wish good luck to them and, you know, and they just move on next man up. Kirk Kenny is with us, uh, with the Aztecs and, uh, against, against Air Force tomorrow afternoon. Uh, I think it's a five o'clock start. Five o'clock San Diego time. Yes. Five o'clock San Diego time tomorrow. Yeah. I got to get the DVR set. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that, that's how I like to enjoy my football. I'm going to text you to score tomorrow. Well, I won't be looking at my phone. Uh, um, Kirk, the Aztecs offensively seemed very challenged in the losses to UCLA and Oregon State, and then they seemed defensively challenged in the loss to Boise State. Uh, Offensively, they came alive, put 31 points on the board. So where is Brady Hoke trying to plug holes the fastest right now as he heads into this game this weekend? Well, defensively, I think the biggest thing is to improve their tackling. Last, Last week, I think they had about 18 missed tackles against Boise State. Hmm. That that was a huge deal. And then offensively, uh, once again, they they turned over the ball, and and that really cost them. That probably was a 14 point swing with a couple of fumbles. Um, so it's shoring that up a little bit and putting more of a complete game together. And I think that would go a long way in turning this around. Talking to the Aztecs uh, with Kurt, talking about the Aztecs with Kurt Kenny here on the Premier Chevrolet Carlsbad Fan Hotline, and they're two and three this year. When you start, or when the season started, where did you think, or how much different do you think? Let me start that over. This is live on the radio, Chris. Did you realize that? Uh, <laughs> just going to let you fend for yourself. I know right you're now. sitting there. You're not. You're just looking up at the TV. Well, but what I'm trying to say here is that uh, when you were sitting there before the season, five weeks in, where do you think they would have been? And where? Do, Never mind, Chris. Can you just take over? I don't know why I'm He wants this. to know whether you think they should – you figured they would be two and three anyway. Are, are you saying, do I think they are what I thought they were? Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. It, 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 I'm very embarrassed yes, right Jim, now. So yes, I'm gonna Dennis sit back. Green. I'm going to yes, sit back. Dennis Green. Are they who uh, we thought they're they right are? Where I, they're right about where I thought they would be. Um, so this is the fourth of the past four games that they're an underdog. So if you go by that, they were expected midseason to be two and four. The potential to possibly win one of those would have made them three and three, and I, I would have thought that would have been an optimistic expectation. Second half of the season, they'll probably be favored in at least four and maybe five of the six games. Yeah. So, um, you know, and Vegas predicted them for about seven wins this season. So the second half is where they would look to make up some of the ground that they've lost here. The biggest thing I think going forward uh, after this game is, if they can pull out a win here, they're one and one. If if they start zero and two in conference, it really really makes it difficult to come back and try and be one of those top two teams for the Mountain West Championship game, because both Air Force and Boise State would have the tiebreaker on them, and the Aztecs would have to run the table, and those two teams would have to lose three games in order for the Aztecs to be uh, better than those two as a representative. Wow, uh, it's an excellent point. I mean, really, you're playing a lot of ways for your season here this weekend. Uh, the running back situation, Kirk, uh, Jalen Armstead, to me, has looked really good when he hangs on to the football. Kenan Kristen uh, has had some nice runs. Uh, but Jalen Maiden is still the, st- still the leading rusher on this football team. 
Would Brady Hoke like to see one of these guys step up and just, you know, grab this job, or is he okay with the backfield by committee? I think it, they would appreciate seeing one guy step up, but but a couple of the different guys have roles. Like Keenan Christian, he's a, got sprinter speed. If you can get him on the outside, some open space, he can really do some things that can cause trouble for the opponent. Uh, Jalen Armstead is the, the bruiser back, so he brings something to the table. And then they just gave a scholarship, uh, they announced the other day, to Martin Blake, who is a walk-on from Las Vegas. He's a sophomore who's made made an impact this season, and so he's another guy that could do some things. So, so a little variety in the backfield there. About, I, I guess are you I could try ask, another I, question I guess here. I, could try, I guess I could try. Did you, but... did you fix and your you mouth? Guys are talking the... over each other like the uh, like the. Uh, other night on TV when we were having the uh, GOP yes, debate. Yes, welcome so to the GOP debate. The Republican national debate. Yeah, that Kurt. was pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> so I I saw a picture of Snapdragon Stadium, and it looked like it was pretty fun. It looked like there was a ton of people there. It looked like um, there was no shortage of fans. And so I, I'm trying to see if there's any connection between different events at Snapdragon and the, the Aztecs' attendance because the attendance has not been good, as we know. But is it because the product is so bad, or is it... I mean, we've talked about the pricing before, uh, but then again, you can sell out for a concert. Is it just because of what the Aztecs are doing right now is why people aren't going? I don't think it's so much the product on the field. I think the price point was simply too high. The last three games of the regular season will be what they call Tier 2, so it will be a lower than it was for Boise State and UCLA. So we'll see if that brings a few more fans back and or we'll see if they do some other things to try and get more fans in the stands the last three games. Yeah, next home game is October 21st against Nevada. Uh, Kirk, uh, all right, last thing on this game tomorrow. Uh, at Air Force, a team that beat nine of the last ten now after losing to them last year. But uh, Jalen Maiden, where's he at right now in his development as a runner, as a thrower, <clears throat> excuse me, it seemed to me that was really one of his better performances against Boise State. Should be coming in with a lot more confidence than he had early in the year. Yeah, obviously he he, he made a couple uh, turnovers with fumbles that came at poor times, but he started that game with 12 straight completions, so he really made some progress there. If he can just you know shore up the uh, turnovers, I think he can continue to make progress and, and be a ver- very productive for them. Kirk Kenny, you're always very productive for us. We appreciate it. We appreciate you uh, muddling through Scraby's difficult to understand <laughs> questions. Enjoy. This is not a good performance. Enjoy the rest of your weekend in Colorado, Kirk, and we'll talk to you next week. Are you going to Hawaii? In a, oh, it's actually two weeks. And, not and, planning that that trip yet. You are planning that trip. And, no, no, I'm not. At this oh, point, you're not planning I'm not that planning. Trip that, but we'll see. Because I know how you are. He likes to drive to road games. Hawaii is that's yeah, not I'm trying possible. To line up a, I'm trying to line up a ferry for. To see <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if the Coronado ferry can make it all that way. Just get a bunch Kirk, of barges. So you'll have to see. All right, good luck. Have fun in Air Force. Say hi to Brady Hoke for us, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, guys. There thanks. he goes, Kirk Kenny, right there with the Aztecs as they get set take on the Air Force Falcons. And I will say this. Because you look at the next five games after this Air Force game, and it's Hawaii, Nevada, Utah State, Colorado State, San Jose State. Conceivably, they could win all five of those games. But if they're two and four, then winning those five games isn't going to mean a whole lot because they're not going to be able to gain any ground in the, you know, as he said, in the conference standings. Yeah. If they win tomorrow, that changes everything. They're three and three. 
they'd have the tiebreak advantage on Air Force, and all of a sudden they would be playing, perhaps, to go to a conference championship game later in the year. So tomorrow, to me, is the proverbial turning point game for this Aztec football season. Two and four in the second half seems a little academic. Three and three, and all of a sudden there's a whole lot to play for in the second half. So we'll see. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. But, I know. Um, I knew I, what I, you were trying to I say, know, actually, I know. I know. But I think it's only because I've been with you for so long. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. I'm, I able mean, to, I'm able to figure it all out. You know, there's not much that embarrasses me, but that was that was. Is that going to stay with you for a while? That's going to stay with me for the weekend, Chris. No. I'm going to go back and listen to it, and I'm going to no, torture myself. Don't do that. Don't it, do that. I felt like one of those bad dreams where you're like trying to talk, and you just couldn't do it, but that was... Was not a bad dream. It was real life, Chris. It's happened to all of us. I mean, I was the one who said, "Excuse me." So don't uh, don't Thank hold you. yourself hostage right. too Thank long you. on that Thank one. You. All right, if you're just tuning in, the Giants, San Francisco Giants, fired Gabe Kapler just a little while ago. That's really the big news on the uh, sports page today. Padres still have a. Uh, <laughs> a chance somehow, some way at getting to the postseason, but part of that is trying to beat the White Sox tonight. Pre-game show is about a half an hour away. We'll get some daily gambit stuff when we return. More Gwen and Chris ahead after a check of traffic. All right, welcome back. we got about 15 minutes left before we uh, send it out to the uh, Padre pregame show. Sammy Levitt's getting ready for the final weekend of the regular season. Padres and the Chicago White Sox, you know all the ramifications. Padres got to win three. Marlins got to lose three, Cubs got to lose three, Reds got to lose two of three, and if all of that happens, then the Mets and Marlins would reconvene on Monday in New York, and the Mets would have to rally from a 2-1 deficit in the bottom of the ninth inning and win that game to send the Padres to the postseason. So it is still practically infinitesimal odds for the Padres to get where they were hoping to go. I don't even care. But Scraby keeps alive hope. I do. That Monday we'll be on the air celebrating a second consecutive playoff berth. We'll see. I I am fully ready for it, Chris. Yeah, okay. We'll be on at uh, 2 o'clock on Monday one way or the other. And, of course, if they're not getting ready for a postseason berth, well, I'll be getting ready for the meeting. The meeting, dun dun, the meeting. dun dun dun, Bob the, Melvin, AJ meeting... Preller, Eric Gruppner, Robert, uh, or, uh, Peter Seidler, and his representatives or his representatives, whoever might be. The meeting of the minds. The meeting of the minds. Yeah, Do you Gabe, think Gabe way... Kapler was fired today? Sorry. If you're just tuning in I'm in San Francisco, go ahead. Uh, do you think that the meeting has the the uh, I guess the sensitivity to the meeting has lessened a little bit because of how far they've come and how far they've been? No, I don't think anything that's happened this week changes the fact that Bob Melvin and AJ Preller don't get along well enough to continue. Fair enough. So, as a matter of fact, if they made the playoffs, you know, and all of these miracle things happened, and then they you know won a series or something in the playoffs, beat the Brewers and. You know, hung it, whatever it takes. I mean, look, if they beat the Brewers, they would face the Dodgers next. Beat them and again. That would I mean, be insane. Come <laughs> but I'm just saying, even if, all of, even if all of that happened, the Padres would still be wise to have a meeting in the offseason to get A.J. Preller and 
Bob Melvin on the right page. Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think that changes too much. Uh, NFL weekend ahead. I'm not just saying this because, you know, the Dolphin thing, but that is the best game on the board, is it not? <laughs> the Dolphin-Bills game? I mean, it should be a lot Maybe. of fun. Maybe. Most people are looking forward to it. We'll talk about that a little bit in our Daily Gambit. Also, Aztecs got Air Force tomorrow. Thanks to Kirk Kenny for joining us from Colorado Springs to uh, give us a little look-see at uh, the San Diego State contest. Um, all right, you want to get into some Daily Gambit? Then I got a couple of things after that. Okay. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. couple items of house cleaning here before we get into The Daily Gambit, our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Make sure you gamble responsibly. First thing, Sour is brought to you by Ashley Furniture. Fall is almost here, and at Ashley, seasonal decorating is a breeze. Snuggle up on a sectional or ultra-modern sofa. Gather outside with a new fire pit or conversation set. Ashley has everything you'll need. Shop in store or visit ashley.com today. Now, the other thing is something that's close to my heart, and uh, it's called Red Barn Rescue. And it's here in San Diego, and they need some help. I got my dog, Lucky, who you've heard a lot about over the last year. I, you know, Chris, October 7th will be a year with Lucky. And he has made me and a I better person. And I bet he can't wait to celebrate with you. He has made me a better person. I love him. Can't imagine my life without him. My family has adopted three dogs from, from Red Barn Rescue. They're all great dogs. And, you know, Red Barn Rescue does something kind of cool. They take in dogs that are abandoned as puppies, and they help find homes for them. And they have now been told that they have to move within 60 days. And it's very expensive to move all the dogs, move all the pens, and all of that. So they are looking for help through a GoFundMe. If you can help, even a dollar helps. Go to my Twitter at, at Matt Scraby and look for the pin tweet at the top or my Instagram bio at Matt Scraby. You can click the GoFundMe right there as well. I'm not receiving anything for this. I just know that these dogs are happy when you adopt them and it makes people happy. And if I could adopt all of them, I would, but I can't. So if you're looking to adopt, I can't recommend being a rescue dog parent more. The dogs love their lives you after can't, the rescue. Uh... You can't take in more than like you can't take in like a hundred and three dogs. What's the matter with you? No, but I would. I know you would. I would, but yeah. So just go to my Twitter at Matt Scraby or my Instagram, and if you can donate a dollar, please do. Yeah, very nice of you to bring all that up, Mister. Well, I wouldn't have lucky without them. Well, I mean, our dog Kylie was a rescue as well. Rescues always have a different outlook on life. I, I've realized feels that way. Yes, definitely feels that way. Yes, thank all you for letting right. me. Thank do you for that. bringing all that up, and uh, hope everybody was. Did you give the name one more time and how people can, Yes, in case they just heard all that and then didn't catch how they can actually help? It's Red Barn Rescue is what it's called. It's on Insta, They're on Instagram, but I have a link in my twi- on my Twitter page pinned to the top, at Matt Scraby. Also, I have a link in my Instagram bio, at Matt Scraby, to the GoFundMe. And I want to say again, I am not receiving 
anything for this. No, it's this not is a all of the goodness of our hearts yes. that you're uh, that we're uh, yes. talking even, about. Yeah, this. yeah. Anyway, so okay. Thank you for letting Very me good. say that. Very good. Now, with that being said, Chris, yes, we made some bets yesterday, and the Lions and the Packers. They we made a bet on them being over under forty five points, and you and Tony went over. I went under. You guys were right because it was thirty four twenty, so that's obviously fifty four points. Yes. Now Amon Ross St. Brown was a number another uh, bet that we made, and you said he was going to go over under seventy three and a half total yards. Uh, Chris, Tony, and myself all said over, and he only had fifty six yards. Yeah, that was a bummer. he started hot. Yeah, he started good, but they had such a big lead that they didn't throw the ball in the second half. So that's one of those hang with them. I bets. think they only threw it like eight times in the second half. I know. It was frustrating. We also did a bet between Jacksonville State and Sam Houston State. And always betting on the big games. Always betting on the big games. Jacksonville yeah. State favored by seven in this game. Now, Chris and I chose Jacksonville State. Tony chose Sam Houston State. They went into overtime. The referee flipped the coin in overtime, <laughs> and it didn't flip. So yeah. he was like, he caught it and said, "I got to flip it again." <laughs> yeah, he did. It was kind of funny. You can find the video. It ends up in overtime. Jacksonville State wins, but they won by seven, thirty-five twenty-eight. So the bet pushes. There's a push, push. Neither nobody won that one or lost. Yes. Uh, now Marcus Stroman over under two and a half Ks in the game yesterday for him, and you and Tony went over. I went under, and he went under. He had two Ks yesterday. Yeah, that's incredible. Marcus Stroman, <laughs> one of the best pitchers in the league, can't get three strikeouts. Yeah. So we all went one and two yesterday with a push. Uh, I'm six and seven this week. You're also six and seven this week. Five. Nothing to write home about. Yeah, Nothing to write home about. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, all right, two tonight's bets. What do you have? This weekend's bets, I'm sorry. I right. made a parlay, an NFL parlay, but Ooh. it's not a crazy parlay. It's just me I picking some teams. I bet it is. I'm I bet take, it won't happen. I'm going to take the Washington Commanders plus nine and a half over the Eagles. So I'm going to take, I'm not thinking they're going to win, but I think that they're going to cover. The Arizona mm-hmm. Cardinals playing the 49ers in Santa Clara. I'm going to take them plus 14. Uh, you're just trying to jinx, reverse jinx your own team. And then the Chiefs are playing the Jets in New York on Sunday Night Football, but I'm not going to take a spread here. I'm going to do a money line. So I got two spreads and a money line. Chiefs, uh, so that's total 343. Chiefs for to win straight up. Yeah. All right, you're going to lose the Arizona bet. The 49ers are going to blow them. Really? Yeah, they blew them out twice last year. I don't know why they wouldn't blow them but out the again Cardinals this year. But the Cardinals have been keeping it close all year. All right, they haven't played the <laughs> 49ers. Says, all right. They haven't played the 49ers. Uh, i got a couple of quick ones here. USC at Colorado tomorrow. Spread is 21.5 for the Trojans over Dion and the Buffaloes. Uh, I'm going to just take Colorado because I really want them. But they really looked overmatched last week. And, and and where they were overmatched was on the line. It wasn't so much the skill players. They have the skill players. Colorado's got that. But, I mean, the the line just overwhelmed them. USC, though, doesn't have very good defense like Oregon does. So I think Colorado will score some points. They're at home. Also take the 21.5 points. What are you going to do? Hmm. I went the same reasons that you went with Colorado. I went with last week, and they yeah. fooled me. So I'm going to say USC this gonna time. I'm going to take USC this time. All right. Uh, tonight, Oregon State hosting Utah. Oregon State is four-point favorite over Utah. It's a good Pac-12 matchup. That is. You're first. Um, Oregon uh, State minus four or Utah plus four? Oregon State just played the Aztecs, and they were they were pretty good, I got to say. 
Yeah. I'm going to go with Oregon State. All right. Give the four. I'm going to take Utah there. I like Utah. They're, they're a good cl- they're, They've been good for good. the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, okay, Air Force San Diego State tomorrow. Air Force favored by 10.5 over the oh Aztecs. Goodness. Of course, i got to go with the Aztecs, who always beat Air Force. So hopefully they'll do it again. Right, they've won 9 out of 10. Who are you going with? I'm going to go with Air Force. Yeah, you're that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, we're going to ship you off to Colorado Springs. I've never been to Colorado Springs. All right, Miami and Buffalo on Sunday, 53.5 points, by far the highest point total in the NFL this weekend. And I say they still go over that. This is in Buffalo, right? In Buffalo. I don't see either defense stopping either offense in this game. Both teams will score 30 points. Yeah, so. and I think uh, DeMar Hamlin's going to be active for the first time. I since saw that. Incident yeah. Because Jordan Poirier, Poirier yeah. he is going to be out. DeMar I'm Hamlin, say, that'll be emotional. Yeah, at home, they can't lose for DeMar. I'm going to say over. Over, okay. Um, and finally, tonight in the WNBA, Game oh. 3. Of the Western Conference Final, Las Vegas, leading two games to none, plays at Dallas. The Aces are favored by six and a half. They won by seven the other night in game two at home. I'll take Dallas again. You're going to take Dallas again? I won on it last time. I'm going I'm going to stay Aces. On the road, giving a lot of points. Yeah, Six okay. and a half? That's not too many. That's a lot on the road. Okay. All right, we'll see how those picks come out on Monday. A couple of quick notes. San Francisco 49ers may be without Debo Samuel. For their game uh, Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals, Brandon Ayuk is scheduled to return, but they're saying Debo is rather iffy for this game. What's the matter with Debo? Why wasn't he hurt two weeks ago when I was playing him in (laughs) fantasy football? Yeah. And he put up like 90 points against me. I'm not sure. I can't answer that for you. All right. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. among those who will be out for the Ravens again when they take on the Browns. Uh, As far as the Browns are concerned, Deshaun Watson is questionable with a shoulder injury. That actually might be good news for the Browns. Deshaun Watson, it's not been very me, good. N- me disliking him aside, has <laughs> not played very good football. He has not. Uh, Austin Eckler, doubtful for the Chargers. Again, against the Raiders. Uh, Eckler's been out since week one without ankle injury. And uh, one guy that is going to play, uh, Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson. All right. After a decent start, exiting protocol. We'll start for the Colts against the Rams this week. Jalen Waddles also had a protocol for the Dolphins against the Bills. So there's some NFL notes for you. Plan your fantasy rosters accordingly. Uh, That's going to do it? That's going to do it. All right. When we come back on Monday, the season will either be over or it won't. So we'll find out. Just getting started. Yeah, no kidding. Or it'll just be getting started. Good point, Scraby. Monday could be crazy, crazy here. Make sure you join us one way or the other, 2 o'clock on Monday. Enjoy the uh, sports weekend. Enjoy the Padres baseball for Tony Gwynn Jr. and Matt Scraby. I'm Chris Sello. Sam Levitt, Padre pregame show is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 